You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. All right. Uh, we got a great show planned for you. We get all into the Monterey preview with so much good stuff. We have some hot War, War of the World solenoid talk. Yeah. We've, we've uncovered many of the uh, mysteries involving that. Gordon McCall calls in and he's uh, runs uh, uh, the, uh, the quail, the quail and, the, and jet the jet center, center two amazing shows. events. So we get into all, we get into all that hot Chrysler crossfire talk <laughs> as well. First, Tommy John, a lot of folks out there, a lot of underwear brands claim big comfort. So why are seventy five percent of men and women dissatisfied with their underwear? Well, they haven't tried Tommy John. It is the best. I am wearing them as we speak. Yeah. I've told you a million times. I wear them. I take Phil on a long walk. I work a little lather up down there, hang them out, air dry them, put them on the next day, a little shot of powder, on the road again, man. Saving kilowatts. Over 7 million pairs sold. 96% of their customer rate, rate them four stars or more. They're the best. The legs don't ride up. The waistbands don't roll down. They got the feather light fabric. You will not go back to what you are wearing if you're currently wearing something and you switch to Tommy John, you then make the switch. That is it. I can't put it any more clearly. Tommy John, no adjustment needed, right, man? Yeah, hurry to tommyjohn.com slash carcast now to get 20% off your first order. That's tommyjohn.com slash carcast for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash CarCast. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on the truth or get on the mandate. You get it on. And you welcome to uh, CarCast. Madam Crawl, it's good. Matt DeAndreator. <laughs> the Motorator DeAndreator. Yeah. That's Matt DeAndreator over there. The Motorator, man. And uh, welcome to the show. Lots going on. Getting prepped for our most exciting weekend of the year. Maybe just week of the year. And uh, that's Pebble Beach. Yeah. We got that. We're going to talk to Gordon McCall, who's... Um, well, he runs the Quail, and he runs the Jet Center event and all the cool stuff over there. And so the Quail, always sold out, always the best. And it's at the top of everyone's to-do list yeah, it's good. on that weekend. Such a great event. Um, we've got stuff going on from the track to doing a live show at the Golden State Theater. That'll be on Saturday, the 17th, to doing uh, Spike Ferrister's... Ferriston. Uh, Ferriston, sorry. I always go Ferrister. Yeah, the, one of the Spike Pebble Ferriston. Beach uh, yeah. forums. Yeah, your right. form's Thursday at 2. Right. I heard it was sold out. Yeah, but we'll see. Matt went to the uh, Shelby International headquarters and went to a car show there. I went yeah. to the World of Speed uh, Museum in Portland where we're going to be on the 30th and took a good look around that place. So lots of car-related stuff to get into. Yeah, and August is going to be a busy month between Detroit and then – Monterey and then World of Speed in Oregon and yeah, it's uh, traveling every weekend. Uh, or uh, sorry, Portland. It's outside of Portland. Por yeah, but it, it, it feels it, it's probably if you're planning on staying in Portland, coming out to see us or whatever. It's a very scenic, nice twenty minute drive. Oh, uh, we did it bad. in the rental car, 
and it's just very lush and very beautiful. And the it's in Wilsonville, and it is the facility is world class. And you'd think, well, what's it doing in this place mm-hmm. outside of Portland, uh, Wilsonville? I don't know. Uh, I could say the same thing about the Shelby Museum outside of Boulder or Golden or wherever the hell we were. It's like, I don't know why it's there, but it's there. It's there. And it's nice. And you should (laughs) go. go. That's what I'm saying. It's a world-class venue, and it has some world-class cars there. I'm excited to check that out. It's going to be a fun event. We're doing like a car show and stuff ahead of time, I believe. So we want to see some cars. I want to see some some. Oregon cars, like what? What? What's going on up there? What's everybody driving? And I don't know. Maybe we're going to hand out some trophies or something. I think that'd be great. And we're going to talk to Mario Andretti. Yeah, Mario Andretti is going to be there as well. So that'll be the thirtieth, and then uh, you can come find us. You know, we invite everyone listening, especially uh, CarCast fans, uh, come find us at the track. Come by and say hi. There's yeah. not. You know, there's some little itty-bitty windows of they've called for Group 5A and we're trying to get in the car and trying to get situated or something when the timing's a little bad where maybe don't get me in a headlock in that one particular moment. But most of the time we're there, the car's there, yeah. and we're more than happy to yeah. uh, take a picture with you or tell you Especially what you want about for, the car. For, you know, you do qualifying in the morning and then we like to walk around and walk the aisles and see some of the cars. That's a great time, by the way, to mm-hmm. flag us down. Yes. So we uh, we have that and the auctions and everything else to uh, get into as well. And we can uh, look forward to that. Um, you went to the, uh, Gooding auction preview. Yeah. So we're going to have the good guys come in next week and, uh, get into some of the cars of what they have going on. But, uh, they have an office in Santa Monica and they had a few of the cars there, or, I don't know, seven or eight cars there as just sort of a preview of what's going to be going to Monterey. Uh, I sent you some of the pictures as well. Um, uh, it's going to be nice. It's going to be, you know, they have a nice place here, and they're all such great people, and uh, the cars are going to be impressive. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff. The Ferrari, California 250s, I think uh, Ferris Bueller-type cars. And mm-hmm. so the thing that strikes me, actually, I hadn't thought about this up until now, there's that Alfa Romeo kind of jet supercar thing i, yeah, I want to talk kind of to you about a bubble top kind of thing and i didn't know Concept too much car about i don't think they made it went into production uh, I, so let me say this um to you um the pebble beach this year has quite a few uh ferrari uh 250 uh california specials uh, ferris bueller cars yeah uh they're very expensive they're on, on the cheap end they're seven million on the high end they're 13 million or whatever um but it also has the ferris bueller car which is a kit car oh. which is coming for yeah. sale so who has that do you remember this will be the first time i'll answer i think it'll be obviously the first time the fake car from ferris bueller will be in an auction with a uh, probably three real <laughs> Uh, ones as well, yeah. which is probably good timing if you're selling the car with the Corvette chassis. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think Meekum. I was going to say, it feels like a Meekum. feels like Meekum, but it could be Russo Steel, but I think it's Meekum, and they're also selling the Ferrari GTO from Midnight 
What's the cruise movie? Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky. Sorry. Yeah. Vanilla Sky. And they're okay. So you called me and said they're selling Tom Cruise's GTO. You said yes. And then after we hung up, I couldn't sleep, and I woke up at like four in the morning, and I watched Vanilla Sky. That's why I, you're good. I mean, that's why you're mad. And what did I say on the phone? I said, "Hey, I felt like he drove a Mustang in that movie." And it turns out he drove the Mustang. Cameron Diaz drove the GTO, and then she went over the the. The, the bridge and messed up his face. Well, then I owe you an apology. <laughs> but it felt like, it's fine. It's fine. It's not an apology-worthy fact. But I'm just, I felt like Tom Cruise like likes the Mustang for some reason because I think he drove the Mustang in another movie, possibly Jack Reacher, the first one, but I'm no, not quite I sure. No, I told you in War of the Worlds. Yes, he drove he, that one too. He had a yeah. Hearst, mu- Hearst yeah. Mustang, a rent-a-racer. Yeah. And he was rebuilding the engine in his kitchen. <laughs> yeah. That's what made me angry about this movie. There's two car things that made me angry about this movie. First, in War of the Worlds. Yeah. Tom Cruise in War of the Worlds was announcing to like Dakota Fanning or whoever's daughter was or whatever, he's he's saying he's rebuilding his engine in his kitchen. He had an authentic Shelby Hertz Rent-A-Racer 66 Mustang, and he walks by the engine in his kitchen. He's like, yeah, I'm rebuilding this 302 for the Mustang. Yeah. Now, that car came with a 289. Yeah. And I don't know displacement wise 302 289 but why are you putting a 302 in your classic car yeah. why aren't you putting the 289 yeah. in that car when that's he, what it came with and it's a valuable collector car yeah he could make the 289 into a 302 but now i have too many questions why would he just the car came with a 289 <laughs> yeah. why can't you just say i'm rebuilding my 289 you can find yeah. that scene maybe max Zapata. later on in the same movie? Yeah. The the creatures from another planet put a sh- electro shock wave on everything. Uh-huh. And none of the cars would work. Right. Because the, super so- modern. the solenoids were all fried or whatever. <laughs> the starter solenoids were all fried. Yeah. But Tom Cruise had just gotten a new one or something and was able to drive the minivan. Yeah. But I was like, uh, any car... That's a stick shift. You could just bump start. Yeah. So there would be as would, he's it as wouldn't he's, fry the coil. I don't. I don't know the aliens' technology. But. If he's driving <laughs> down the highway with just all the cars just pulled over. Yeah. Whatever percentage of cars were a stick shift back in two thousand and four or seven or whenever that movie came out. Yeah. Would be able to drive. Why is his starter solenoid different than anybody else's? He. Brought his car to the mechanic. Max Pat has got to figure this out. <laughs> they had just like put the thing in on a new car. It wasn't his car. Like they just finished. A, it was something like the, the electro zap has zapped all the starters. But this one is, was running or something when yeah. they pulled it in. I don't know. We've got to figure that weird. one. Yeah. I thought it was a van. Wasn't it a van? It was a van. It was yeah. a, no, no. He drove a Mustang, but it was For, a van. Yeah, later. There, there's two big problems. There's the 302 <laughs> rebuild in the kitchen issue. 
That's a situation. And then there's the solenoid. None of the cars would start, but all automatic car, all manual shift cars could be bump started. That's my recognition or my recollection of it. Yeah. All right. Before Gordon gets on the blower, let me tell you about Zyco. Now we'll yeah. see, Max Pat, if you can research that and figure that out. Um, there's a scene when he's like, he's at the, like the mechanic and the mechanic's going like, none of the cars will start because all the starters are fried or yeah. something. It's weird. But there's a minivan that's running and he's like, Let me, give me that or something. <laughs> But yeah, again, I, I don't. I, now I gotta go back and watch that one. I bump started a lot of cars, and he had the Hertz rent eraser that yeah. he put a three hundred. He was rebuilding a three hundred two. Why do they say that? Why do you say three hundred two? Why not say two eighty nine? That's the fucking engine that goes in that car. They didn't have Google back then. When did they write this movie? <laughs> a few years ago. Yeah, I don't well, know. How come Tom Cruise doesn't say anything? Why doesn't know. he say anything? Maybe he doubted himself in that moment. He's like, maybe it is a 302. Let me tell you about Zyko. Yeah. Oh, man, if those solenoids had been protected by Zyko, <laughs> we'd be fine now. Heat, the enemy of speed. Zybar, revolutionary. High temp coating dissipates heat and increases performance of manifolds, headers, exhaust, uh, turbos, intakes, all the good stuff. Zybar coats the metal surfaces and doesn't allow it to absorb the heat. Um, the, uh, you can take the, uh, uncoated stuff and send it in and they'll do it for you. I'm going to do it on my lightning. Oh, <laughs> uh, you, you should. Yeah. I'm going to, we're going to do the, we're going to custom make an exhaust magnifold and then we're going to do a whole, we're going to coat the whole thing. Well, the uncoated stock components and the hot exhaust heats up and uh, the metal and increases the back pressure and the exhaust causing reduced engine performance. Yeah. You don't want that. Zybar increases horsepower and torque, reduces metal surface heat and underhood temperatures and our listeners can do it themselves you can send away for the kit we've done it mm-hmm. we did it with our brake ducts on the 935 but you can also go to zycoat.com click the coating services and send the thing in so go to zycoat z y zycoat.com all right i'm curious now i can't figure out that gd yeah solenoid car so tom cruise was trying to get him and his family out of town. Yeah. All the cars from the Electro Blast were rendered unusable, but one minivan. And the one minivan still ran. Did they say starter solenoid or something I, to that effect or starter? Because I, I, that part's weird. I, I, I say to you that he talked to the mechanic and... And like and like crews are like, what's what's up with that van or something? And they were like, oh, we just replaced that solenoid. So that one works or, or some version of that. And then he ran over and just oh, kind of carjacked it like it was running or something like they were literally installing the solenoid as this zap happened. So they had one out of the box. They put the AC Delco one on there and, <laughs> and it worked like because I, you know, I don't like, know if he had said anything with an electric fuel pump. And then let's say his Mustang was the mechanical fuel pump, but mm. not the minivan. But, you know, then I could see the argument, but not the minivan. His 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 Mustang would have been a, a stick shift, theoretically, mm-hmm. and he could have bump started that. All right. Gordon's on line three. Yeah. All right. You have that scene. Does it explain it, Maxipad? Yeah, we're, we're, we're watching All it right, right now. All right. <laughs> okay. You watch that. And also, 
watch the heresy of him explaining his building a 302 <laughs> to put in his uh, in his Mustang. Gordon McCall would never do that. Gordon, good to speak to you. Hey, Adam. Good to be back. Thank you. Hello. Jeez, you, you blink your eyes, and here we are again. Ground, Groundhog's Day. Oh, oh my, my God. It seems like, <laughs> like three days after Monterey Car Week, you're already working on the next year. Maybe you're working it, it, on two years in advance. Yeah, it's, it's actually, realistically, it's about three months before go time is when, is when you really start engaging for the following year. It just works that way. I mean, you, you guys understand that. It's like yeah. that in your world as well. The uh, the quail is the premier event of the of the week. A week that is filled with premier events. The the creme de la creme is is the quail. Jet hanger is awesome as well. But something about that quail for us, we just love it. I had a couple of uh, BRE cars displayed there a few years ago. What are, and you'll find everything there, but what is the mark? Yeah, what's the this theme year, you the got theme? going on this year? Well, you know, you cannot uh, ignore the 100th anniversary of Bentley. Yeah. You know, that's, that's such a significant mark. We've got 32 Bentleys that'll be on display, ranging from 1924 right on up to 2018, uh, with kind of everything in between. So Bentley is one of our big partners as well, so we've got a lot of help from them. They're bringing out some really unique pieces that have come out from uh, from the caves, from <laughs> parts unknown. Uh, but, you know, we don't want to just, as you know, and I think you guys have been really, really fantastic at identifying the unique angle of the quail. It, it's, it's, it's not a car show as much as it is a car show. It's, um, I've often referred to it as like going to a four-star restaurant and having a car show break out. Yeah. Right. Like in that line from, right. Um, it's, so we're a little different when it comes to the displays. So you're going to see things you expect to see at, at a, at a high level car show. It's the unusual stuff that really draws me. And I just, I love organizing the cars that are on display. And we're also featuring the 70, 70th anniversary. And you you may think this sounds odd, but it, Kind of falls in line with. Remember when Nissan last year, Adam, was a featured mark mm-hmm. out at Laguna. Sure. And for those of us that are Datsun Nissan fans, it was no surprise. I think we all knew what was coming. You know, they've just got such a significant part of automotive history, racing history, that it just cannot be denied. And finally got recognized, and I think surprised the heck out of everybody how popular it was. Well, well yeah. uh, just for you and us who like the Datsuns, Nissan, but yep. Datsun as well. You take a look at bring a trailer a week or oh. so ago, two forty Z bone stock over a hundred yeah. grand. Yeah. I mean I they're know. they're now five tens routinely going over fifty and yep. Z cars yeah. routinely going over a hundred. So I think the world yeah. has woken up to the Datsun. Right. They have. And so a mark that is is I don't want to call it similar, but has been unloved, but but enthusiast driven for Many, many years, no pun intended. It's the 70th anniversary of the Volkswagen Transporter. Oh, yeah. And, hmm. and the guy whose father designed the VW Transporter, a guy by the name of Ben Pond, is local to Carmel Valley, which is kind of amazing. He's also still involved with the importation of Volkswagens to the States, et cetera. And Ben was a very successful 50s-era road racing champion in Europe, and he's got a winery. And anyway, Bernardus is his, is his deal. That's actually his real first name. But 
we thought we'd recognize these buses because, again, I mean, look at what those things are trading for. Oh, my Good God. One. I mean, yeah. the 21, the, 20, the 23, 21, 23 window buses over right. 200 grand. Yeah. And they've turned yeah. into art pieces. And, 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 and rightfully so, although in a completely different for completely different reasons than the Z car. But, yep. uh, yeah, the world has, the collector car world has woken up to those. As a matter of fact, I was thinking about this. About 10 years ago, maybe 10, 13 years ago, everyone was willing to pay a hundred grand for a Woody. Yeah. And they'd yep. pay. 20 grand or 15 grand for a bus right and now like, they're paying 200 <laughs> for a bus and 80 for a woody yeah uh, it's amazing isn't it it is it is it, it really is so we have 15 of, of arguably uh the most significant buses ever built will be on display they're coming to us uh, a lot of them so a very good friend who happens to be a veterinarian in real life uh, dr rick clark He's also a premier and preeminent VW collector and guru. You know, every every brand has that guy that nobody really knows, but he's the guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what's happening here. And so we've curated this. Uh, they'll be on our, 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 our road that we close that separates both sides of the show field. So they'll be up there with the Hollywood cars from the Peterson Museum. That's going to be a special feature. Oh, yeah. You know, you don't really expect to see that during Car Week. No. Um, yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then, you know, giving a little bit of a nod, and I'm doing this, this is a bit off-center, but again, that's kind of what our show is all about. We decided to have a group of electric cars, kind of as a as a nod to the electric car movement, and, and we don't have to get into the controversies of internal combustion versus electric and all that. What what I get a kick out of, and this isn't to promote Tesla or the Chevy Volt or, or you know, mainstream stuff. This is to show that there's actually people out there clever enthusiasts slash engineers that have taken internal combustion engine cars and electrified them. Yeah. That cracks me up. I oh, mean, I, that just cracks me oh, yeah. up. <laughs> we've seen, we had a car show out here at the Peterson and we had a fella bring by nine eleven. Yeah. Did a really yeah. nice job with electrifying that. Uh, my buddy, Jimmy Kimmel, has yep. I think he bought a Volkswagen thing. Yeah. So we got a Volkswagen has a H one that's electrified. Yeah. Uh look, that to me is just more art. You know, yeah. that that's super cool. I love sort of it, the, the crafty fabrication aspect and, yes. and engineering aspect. You have to take a step further. Our friend Jonathan Ward at Icon, I think he did an old oh, yeah. Cadillac or something. I think he'd uh, he he did an electri- uh, electrification sort of and the challenge and, of keeping the stick shift looking like it's the stick shift where yeah. the stick shift was and and it, the, to, to me the challenge in is if you stand ten feet away and and the hood and the bonnet are both closed you can't tell yeah. what it right. is exactly so that'll be but interesting you know wouldn't you guys wouldn't you guys agree that it's uh, you know, without getting into, you know, range anxiety or saving the earth or any, you know, any of that or swapping evils with where's the power coming, without going down any of those paths, I just think it's cool that there's people out there that do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, I, look, it's it's the next. Leno loves his baker, right? If, if Isn't he a baker? It's like a you know, hundred-year-old. He doesn't love it. He loves telling you. 
<laughs> this is an electric car from uh, 1822. And then you go, what? Oh, yeah. They had they had hybrids long before the pre- – he loves telling yeah, everyone yeah, that story. Yeah, he loves that story. But they're oh, doing yeah. work on it. He's like upgrading the batteries or the motors or – because it went like seven miles an hour and he wants to well, double it. He wants to get it up to 14. Gordon, in a right. weird way, in a weird way, <laughs> these are the new hot rodders. You know, exactly. in, the, in the 40s, exactly. everyone came back from the war and they got their stuff and then they went in their driveway and they – bolted on all their stuff and they did and they chopped and they tubbed and they Frenched and yep. they did all yeah, their stuff. Yeah. In a weird way, the guys that are taking these 60s 911s or things or what you pick the car, yeah. vintage yeah. car, and electrifying them are kind of those guys in 2020, right? Yeah. So true. It's so true. Uh, what, can you know? we, what can we expect over at the Jet Center? Because we're going to be at both places. Fantastic. Well, you know, uh, we're going, yeah, it's funny, Car Week has turned into an interesting thing. It's, it's no longer Car Week, it's Car Two Week, but it, mm. there's a lot going on. And I've, for 28 years now at, at our Jet Center event, I've tried to innovate every year, you know, just kind of reinvent the wheel, you know, keeping the, the vibe there, but just being mindful of, uh, of, of fresh ideas. And so, We've got a couple of the major aircraft manufacturers back on board with this year. This year, uh, Dassault Falcon Jet is, is is dumped back in. They had a conflict for years with a show in Brazil. So, Gulfstream, Embraer, Falcon, Pilatus, all the top brands are going to be there with their latest offerings. But when it comes to cars, I've just recognized, and this is coming from the fact that I'm a local as well to the Monterey Peninsula. So I, I'm kind of I don't know. I don't want to say I'm tuned in. Maybe a, a little bit closer to the action, but I've just noticed that every car event that takes place during Car Week has kind of become a manufacturer's exhibition of concept cars or, or, and beyond. You know, yeah. it's mm-hmm. you, people are looking at cars they can't buy. I mean, it's all about the companies exercising their, you know, kind of muscle and showing, hey, this is what, this is the direction we're going and look at it, but no, you can't have this one. This, you know, this is what our future is all about, which I appreciate. I totally appreciate that. At the same time, I kind of like looking at stuff that you might think about taking home. And so, yeah, every time we walk through that jet center, we look at a few of those planes and say, I'd like to take those home. (laughs) Yeah, keys are in them, guys. (laughs) So, what I'm doing at the jet center this year is we've got a lot of uh, bespoke car car guys there, car builders. Uh, Seth from uh, Gateway Bronco is an example. You know, the guy's building $350,000 Broncos. He's licensed by Ford to do so. I mean, it's just crazy stuff. But what I love about that is it's there are people out there that want something that the next guy isn't going to drive up with, you know, and I get a kick out of this. So we're oh, going to have a yeah. lot of that at the jet center. And of course the usual over the top with the food and the wine and the, you know, the whole thing. It's, that is a fun night. I have to admit it's, it's, so, it's a difficult thing to coordinate, but it's, uh, it's a lot of it's fun. It's the way it's to kick it off. Um, here's a deep dive and you may not be, be aware of this or not, but I, I seem to me, a year or two ago, uh, Pete Brock was there. We had his uh, yep. De Tomasa sort of Can-Am one-off yep. Shelby 70? something car. I yep. think that car's up for sale. At, it is. Bottoms. Bottoms has it. Same car. Same car. See, well, man, there's only one. You think yep. I get drunk and I don't pay attention? <laughs> no, I think you get drunk and pay attention. <laughs> I get drunk and pay attention. <laughs> pay attention yeah. All right. Well, I can do both. And <laughs> it's a multitasking. Adam, yeah. So- just to remind you, I do have my finger on the pulse. Uh, the auction estimate is two to three million. 
I know. We already yeah. checked. It's a, it's a beautiful piece. All right, Gordon, we yeah. will see you on Wednesday and uh, hopefully see you again on Friday. Now, the quails sold out. Uh, it always is. Uh, you get, what, 3,000-plus people? How many people show up at the quail? Uh, it's about six. Oh, 6,000. Wow. Yeah. yeah 3,000 at the Jet Center. Oh, that's what I did. Now, are yeah. there still a couple tickets left for the Jet Center? Yeah, I always like to trickle them out so that last-minute planners uh, have the opportunity. So McCallEvents.com, you can jump there, and we've, we do have tickets available. We, ha- we have them right up to the day of. Uh, we, we like to... We like to accommodate people that aren't sure if they're going to make it or not. You know, the last minute folks. We'll see you Wednesday, my friend. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks. Look forward to seeing you. Yeah, it's such a great, such a great event. And you know what I love about, I, I didn't, I was going to get into this with Gordon, but you know what I love about it is I'm sure when he started these events, yeah, the first uh, few years, or he was probably begging the manufacturers and the winemakers and the yeah. food, and going, come on, and they're no, going, ah, I, got, I got this vision, it's going to be great. Why should we give you one of our bone stock Bentleys to park there? <laughs> you pay, uh, you know, yeah. now I'm sure they're all begging. Just lining up. Just Can't lining wait up. For it. Yeah, he does a great job putting on these events. By all way. right, Just- we have the War of the Worlds, Shelby, and we have him talking about the engine <laughs> okay and we have some solenoid uh possible Jeez. discussion nothing turns me on more all right <laughs> l- let me hit geico first and yeah. then we'll do that everyone's got the to-do list how about you go to geico and you add save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance you don't have to go anywhere yeah go to go to your computer go to geico.com 15 minutes you could be saving 15 percent or more on your auto insurance take that extra money Put it in your pocket. Be the best thing you do all day. So go to Geico.com. Spend a couple of minutes at Geico.com and see just how much you could be saving. Yeah, I got all signed right. up. So we have the beginning of him uh, telling his kids about the Mustang. Yeah, there's a little bit of head on this so you can watch him right. walk by the uh, Mustang. Goddamn 302. <laughs> just roll, roll it. Yeah. can't roll it up the stairs, can yeah, I? Yeah, that's the clue. I got it from here, okay? 66. He's proud. Yeah. It's 302 V8. It's, uh, it's going to be out of here next week. Oh, he didn't say it was for the Mustang. Well, and he, they, didn't, he just said it was a 302 V8. Later, he, he said he <laughs> is yeah. going in the Mustang. Okay. All right. Now, the world's He could come, have been building that for a friend. In his kitchen. <laughs> a little side He's buddy. not a professional engine builder. A little wham. The end of uh, walking around money? <laughs> yeah. All right, then the explanation when the shit goes down of why the van will start. Let's see if okay. we can figure this out. None of the cars Manny. will start. Manny, was it dead? All of them. Everything. Look at this. Start is right. Lightning hit it? Not even close. I thought if I changed it, you, you got any idea what's going on? I'm on my way to find out. Starter's yeah, frying. The solenoid's fried. Right, that's what I said. I told you that. The solenoid. Solenoid's fried. He said, all the starters are fried. Do you have any ideas? And, and he said, check the solenoids. <laughs> the guy's a mechanic. He doesn't, yeah. doesn't know the solenoids. The solenoids attached to the starter. Yeah, it doesn't always By the way, be, yeah. But that, uh, oh, right. But like the, inside fender, maybe, like in the engine compartment. Isn't it always on the starter? No, it's not always on. On his Mustang specifically, it's going to be like behind, let's say, where the battery would be or behind the headlight-ish attached to the fender. Oh, that's... Mm-hmm. Let's get some wires going to it. Well, 
That isn't the solenoid to put on the... Here's some confirmation. Yeah, this, this, right. yeah, yeah. I know, sir. Right. You were absolutely right. That is exact. I had to change the solenoid. Change right. the solenoid. So, wait a minute. Show me a starter on a 66 Mustang. Isn't the solenoid attached to the starter? No, there, there's, a, there's a motor on it, yeah. But the starter solenoid that when you flick the switch and it clicks over... That's it's a it's a round plastic piece. It's got two uh, threaded uh, uh, arms on it, and you you bolt the you know. Yeah, I know the, what you're talking the, the about. The two starter cables would go to the solenoid, and, and oh uh, yeah, you know, and then you can hear it click. Like yeah, I know two. what you're I know there's what you're four, talking about. Well, the click little, is the is the thing engaging. Yeah, right? inside there's there's four like threaded. Arms on it. There's the two big ones for the starter, and the two tiny ones for the for the switching over. There's right, but on a on there you go, just like that. Yeah, I want a 240Z. Is the solenoid part of the starter, or am I making that that up? Until about ten seconds ago, I thought solenoid was the name of the aliens that were uh, (laughs) were attacking the so the the so there's the starter, and then there's the starter, and then so okay, so the solenoid is fried. Yeah. but you would still be able to bump start the car. Yes. So any car that was a manual car, you know, the you key, could, you key obviously has it. to be in in the you know in the on position so you can get right. But then uh, you, you know, could bump start it. You could bump start it. Now why? So in, on the Z car, isn't that where it is? Or am I making that up? Right. So so. You could have a starter with the solenoid on it, or you can have that. I guess the the motor that pops it in. Right, and and, and a two forty Z is the starter solenoid part of the starter. I guess is what I'm what I'm asking because that's what I yeah recall. Just see what if you type in two forty Z starter solenoid, what does it show you as like a replacement part? Right, and maybe and and then also Maxipata. So. Yeah, see that one looks like it's on the starter. Right. All right. Yeah. So that's so solenoids can be on the starter or they can be off the starter. Yeah. So we're both right. Yes. I'm just you're in Mustang mode. Yeah, I was and, just thinking the Mustang. And I'm in Dotson yeah. mode. Right. So that's where we're that's where our history is. So now all right. This guy's holding up a starter. Maybe it has a solenoid on it or not. I don't know. But he's saying, All right, the solenoid. Why is the car that he commandeers, why does that car run? Right. Also, he was leaning over the hood of the, and he had the starter. Like, where are you putting it? On the intake manifold? Like, where, where shouldn't you be a little lower? Just a little lower. <laughs> I do like that he's a professional mechanic, but Cruz, who knows to put a 302 where 289 goes, <laughs> knows more about it than he does. So why then, Maxipata, does the car run? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll have to take a second to find it. All Let right, me tell you guys it. about uh, about Brembo. Brembo sixty to zero—that's the benchmark you should be paying attention to. Not zero to six. No way. Brembo has been stopping champions on the track as well as drivers like you and me on the street for over fifty years. Brembo is the world leader in braking systems. Has now made replacing the brakes on your everyday vehicle even easier. For domestic, Asian, and European models, from subcompact cars to full-size pickups, BremboStoreUSA.com is the place to go to buy genuine Brembo OE equivalent replacement brake components. 
Whether it's UV-coated brake discs, low-dust premium ceramic brake pads, or high-temperature brake fluid, go to BremboStoreUSA.com now to get the brakes, which have been the choice of champions for over 50 years. And for a limited time, use code CARCAST10 to get 10% off your first purchase and help you achieve that 60 to 0 braking performance you deserve and expect from Brembo. So it's CarCast10 at BremboStoreUSA.com. All right. So the solenoid got fried by the yeah. electrical burst. Yeah. None of the cars will run. Well, he said everything got fried. Yeah. And then he said it's the starter. And Tom suggested the solenoid. As he was shoving the starter into the throttle body. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe that's right, another to be clear. Fair, could have been in the top of the air cleaner. <laughs> it could have been. But either <laughs> way, then, now you have to understand, as a car guy, this the 302 in the kitchen, the solenoid fried in the... This is all takes place in a 18-minute span. So I'm <laughs> disgusted. Like, I'm throwing up into my popcorn bucket yeah. at this point. You're getting ready to leave the theater. I'm getting ready to walk out. Rude. Yeah, now listen... <laughs> I could see the 70-story robots that came from the ground and are taking over the earth. I've signed off on that. That's fine. This is fake. Yeah. The solenoid thing. This is where it jumps the shark. My suspension (laughs) of of, of belief has now been frayed. Yeah. Okay. I feel like maybe Kalen doesn't know the jump the shark reference. But but why, why is he able to find a running car? Yeah. Now he well, took, now the on? mechanic did a thing where he's like, "Oh, this one I just changed," or something like that. Yeah. So suppose like when the when the electromagnetic pulse EMP uh, disabled all the cars, he was working on it, so it wasn't maybe the solenoid wasn't actually in connected to the car when it happened. Right. But that's a that's a I'm reading on, online. So does anyone talk about? <laughs> There's the po- got to be discussions, right? There's like a Reddit going There's on about. Yeah, of course. <laughs> what about the poor family of five who owned the minivan, who purchased the minivan, who paid for its repair, who was incinerated by the aliens? Anyone ever think about them? No, that's fine. That's, no one ever thinks about the kids who I mean, could have been taken to safety. First and by all, the way, that's unfixable at this point. <laughs> <laughs> they turn to dust or all right whatever. i'm saying if the electro blast fried the car's electrical system then the car wouldn't run anyway does an electrical system need to be activated for an emp to damage it because maybe the guy was working on the vehicle and he had disconnected the battery as you should uh-huh Right. This is this is this makes sense. And then it was very simple. Hook up the battery. I still claim. I claim. If you're going to focus on the the starter solenoid being fried, then if that's your storyline, then at the time, if 25 percent of the cars are stick shifts, yeah, they should be operable. And he drove down uh, endless highway of cars pulled over. And the stick shifts would have driven. Yes, Max Banner? Yeah. I'm reading. Uh, now, th- as I said, there's a lot of comments. This one actually is kind of cool. So this guy says that the uh, – that one okay, an EMP knocks out all the cars. I could buy this as it could fry the computer module, but he tells the mechanic to change the solenoid. Now, the solenoid is only used when you start a car. It engages the starter with the flywheel so the starter can crank the engine. Thus, when a car is running, the solenoid has no electricity running through it. If the EMP was strong enough to burn out an inactive solenoid, the entire electrical ignition system would have been toast and would have had to be replaced. 
just changing the soul and it would have done nothing for you. Also, if the What's e- this guy's name? This is a Janice 58. In a- hey, Janice, dude, you need to get a life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, you dude. You must have spent 37 minutes on this. Jesus oh, Christ, yeah. dude. Get <laughs> he, a life. I know. He, God calm damn. Down. I feel sorry for his kids. Yeah. Well, Jesus Christ. It's assumed that he's a divorce. I right? mean, I've dedicated... <laughs> 21 minutes to this, but I haven't fucking written down a whole soliloquy. Yeah, this this dude a, needs yeah. to get a life. Sci-fi How old is form. he? Uh, it doesn't say. He's too old for this shit. Yeah, I'd say so. You He's get... old enough to type. He's too old. But somewhere, <laughs> you know, you should be hugging your kids instead of taking it. It's a movie, dude. Yeah. Just enjoy it, okay? Jeez. Speaking of movies. God damn. Today's the day. It's sad. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. What was the end of that? Oh, and he says, a better device would have been for him to have used his own car which was an older model Mustang, the explanation being that his car did Thank not you. have electronic ignition and thus no electronic module. Dude, to get a life. Get, <laughs> nobody yeah. cares. Jesus. It's sad. It's really sad. It's so sad. Mm. It's pathetic. Yeah. That's what you spend your time doing. Does this doing? guy have kids? I, I hope not. God Poor damn, kids, dude, they... nobody cares. Yeah. It's a movie. Get alive. <laughs> it's not like in Ghost Rider <laughs> when they took their field goal pose. And they, Jesus, yeah. man. Yeah. It's true. They should have used Cruz's Snowstack. <laughs> I tell you, it's a stick ship. Yeah, it's simple. Not fuel injected. All right. You know what's well, not going to fry? Wait, what were you going to say? You were talking oh, about. Oh, today's the day. Hobbs and Shaw. Huh? Well, well, yeah, yeah, well, as you listen oh, to yeah. this, I, as you I'm, listen I'm to doing this. the math. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I got to get Simmons on the blower. <laughs> yeah, we got to make a that. move. Uh, let me tell you guys about Castrol Edge. It's mm. stronger under pressure. You know, engines can lose up to 10% of performance due to friction. Well, Castrol Edge with fluid titanium transforms under pressure to keep metal apart and fight power-robbing friction which will unlock exhilarating performance. It's three times stronger. Three times full. Then the leading full synthetic against viscosity breakdown per the Kurt Orban test and 5W30 Visgrade. Edge formula has always exceeded the toughest industry standards, but the new and improved formula incorporates the latest technology that makes it transform to be the strongest when pressure is highest. It's Castrol Edge. Uh, Hobbs and my, Shaw. Mike and the crazy car world proclamations we're in portland he saw two shiracos mike august yeah he yeah. announced proudly that he spotted two shiracos on the street nice and then i spotted a chrysler crossfire yeah and then mike says i see those all the time and i said no you don't and he said, yes, I do. And I said, we shall now drive. We shall now <laughs> circumnavigate all of Portland and we'll never see another crossfire. And he goes, I see him all the time. Mike's the king of, uh, actually, I know, actually, Mike would do this. Ray would do this. They just throw out nonsensical things expecting you to, expecting you to, like, nod your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Crossfire. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, actually, two of my neighbors have one. And then there's one on top of my house. So I see one. I see him all the time. No, you don't, Mike. You don't see that Chrysler Crossfire very often. It's out there. Yeah, it's rarely seen because they didn't sell too many of they them. They didn't sell too many. Yeah. Of why them. would you point one out if we see it every all the time? Like, why would you point out three cars away? Like, they're not. Did we that... see any other cro- Chrysler Crossfire fires in our journeys? Absolutely not. Okay, no, I can't Mike, shut up, Mike. Just shut up, Mike. You didn't. You don't see them all the time. 
Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's kind a, of an okay but, little but, car. Yeah, and, but they didn't sell that many, and it's kind of neat looking. It's it's rare enough that if I saw one three days ago or twelve days ago, I would remember. Yes. Right. Hence like, me pointing it out yeah. to Mike. I didn't say it about a Camry. Yeah. I said it about a Crossfire. See the way I used alliteration there? Does he know what a Crossfire is? Because that would be my next question. Yes, I pointed at it, <laughs> and he went, oh, yeah, I see those all over the place. Yeah. I all call right. bullshit, Mike. Who's this loser again who wrote the soliloquy? <laughs> Janice58 on the sci-fi forums. Dude, com. if you're listening, you got to let it go. Is Janice a... If IO 58 isn't either the year he was born or his age. Dude, that's let sad. it go. Is Janice a Get dude? Get a lot. Dude <laughs> or gal, <laughs> let it go. Just This will take over your life, just my sit, friend. You do what I do. You sit back, you watch the movie, and you just enjoy it. Yeah, put you your magnifying you glass down. Don't put your jewelers to the pen and pick it apart. Yeah. You just ignore some of those details. They're not there for you or me. Get a life, am I right? Yeah. We can let it go. God damn, I'm moving on. I'm done. I might not get back to this for weeks. <laughs> Maybe half months. All right, a Hobbs and Shaw out, so go Hobbs see that. Uh, Monterey, Golden State Theater, you can come see us. We'll all be there. Sonny's going to be working the merch table, so see that. Adam Ray's going to be over. That'll be August 17th. Come to the track. Find us. Say hi to us. Yeah. Portland World of Speed. We'll see you over there on August 30th. Cool. Cool live event. Yeah. Uh, live shows everywhere. Go to amcarola.com. Check out podcast1.study. Goldberg and I'll be at survey. Uh, Roadkill Nights August 10th in Detroit Saturday. Come out. Check that out. Do that as well. And until next time, this is Adam Carolla for Matt the Moderator. DeAndrea saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. CarCast Show.